the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here at your service. We're talking about car repair and car problems, and you're welcome to join us. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And behind the scenes, you may have heard just two commercials almost back-to-back. Big Lou, he's on meds, too. Well, I'm teasing Gil, who's the engineer of this show. And, folks, frankly, if anything bad happens in the show, it's Gil's fault. But anyway, I say to him, I think you just screwed up. You paid... You played Big Lou twice, and he, and this is one of those times I must apologize because I was wrong. Gil played the first Big Lou, but the network, who actually controls the airways, played the second one. So it's just a coincidence that they both were about seven seconds apart. Nevertheless, let me tell you about somebody that uh, Big Lou doesn't use, and that's Action Auto Repair on I-17 in Deer Valley. That's because he doesn't live close to Action, but everybody around does. Action Auto is a full-serve, family-owned operation that's been in the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. I've known Tom since the early 80s. Tom does a really good job. They're well-known for good workmanship, excellent customer service. They turn your car around very quickly, and they have master-certified technicians which means you're kind of dealing with the top-end educated technician. I don't know that anything else is higher than being a ma- an ASE master technician. But if you don't have a repair shop and you're near I-17 in Deer Valley, may I suggest Action Auto be a place you have an oil change done and see what they're like. Okay, so anyway, we got these consultants. Hang on to the call just a second. We got these consultants. They come into our shops, and I'm going to read you the article. I recently spoke to an owner about his shop hitting an income plateau. I discovered his average repair order was hoovering around 149. Average repair order. So he's billing people on an average of 149. He was surprised to hear that the national average repair shop was 250 to $300, and that well-run shops were able to maintain an average repair order of four to 500 So I said to him, what do you want to do, 150 or 500 The solution was not more car count, but making the cars count. Oh, that's classy. That's Mark's comment. His shop was like a lot of shops. It was busy, but not very productive. So what does it matter? Why don't you perform a thorough inspection on every car? Don't assume your technicians are doing that. You tell them to do it, and, if you must, pay them to do it. Because if you take a close look at the inspection itself, you meet with your staff, you design a new form that works for your technicians and your service advisors. What about the customer? Meet with your staff, design a new form that works for your technicians and your service advisors. I say we include the customer. 
considering paying your technicians for each properly performed inspection. This will put them in the mindset that it's just not important, but it's part of their job. So we're going to say to them, we're going to pay you to do a good inspection and find something wrong with the car that we can sell them. Okay. All the money is well spent to get a properly performed inspection. Your customer is going to benefit from it, and so will your shop. That's the only place here that the customer is mentioned. Your customer is going to benefit from the inspection, and so will the shop. Review the inspection forms, and if you see something that's out of whack, based on the age and the mileage of the vehicle, then you should say something. Well, let me tell you, that's called odometer surfing. So if you go in and you go, oh, it's got 30,000 and needs a tranny service, never mind the fluid is pink, pretty, doesn't smell bad, and the lady that drives it hasn't ever gone past 45 miles an hour in her life. Never mind, we're going to still sell her a two or $300 transmission service because she's at 30, not because she needs it, because we need it. So those are the kinds of things. Have everybody write down what they think you need, have them sign that document, and staple one of their business cards to it, and you'll find that a lot of people won't write that down. And when they won't write it down, I suggest that tells you all you need to know. Not too long ago, we had a lady who said, called me on the radio, and I said, look, just bring your car. If you live down near Tempe, bring your car and let me look at it. So we assigned a technician to her, and we didn't pay the technician for this. So he takes her outside and he goes, take a look here. You need this, and look up here. That's fine, and here's what would say that it's bad. And he went through the entire list, and there's one out of 14 things, in our opinion, she needed, and that was a new cabin filter, which was filthy dirty. So everything else, they use stuff like you have a power steering leak. Folks, when there's a difference, weeping, seeping, leaking, and gushing. You ask the lady, do you see anything on your garage floor? She says, no. Have you been adding power steering? No. Has anybody ever said anything about a power steering leak? No. Has your, have you ever had whining when you turn your car all the way to the right and left to pull in a parking spot? No. Well, how can you have a power steering leak when you don't have any of the symptoms and the garage floor is dry? Those are the kinds of questions. There's enough work out there to make a living, I promise you. There's 75% of the guys out there that I think are honest and that have your interests slightly above their own. That's the other 25% that bothers me. Who's on the phone? Uh, Rick. Rick, good morning to you. How can I help you? Well, I recently purchased a Dodge uh, Grand Caravan, a 2012, with uh, about 67,000 miles on it. And uh, it seems to run like a top. However, when I drop down to about 35 mile an hour, it feels like the transmission kicks into low gear. It's almost like putting the brakes on for a second. And uh, when I go into passing gear at around 60, 65, it kicks in like I just stomped it to the floor. Is there a way to adjust that, or is there something going on I need to have fixed? Well, we don't know until you have somebody drive it. Give me the general area of where you live. Well, I'm real close to uh, Tom Blackwell. Okay. We'll just have Tom go drive it. But I I think what Tom... I think what you should do is is say, you come with me first, and I want you to see what I do to make this happen, and then you can drive it. 
and then don't have him out there for 35 minutes because he gets really boring after 35 minutes, and then he starts telling nasty jokes, and he embarrasses all of us. Well, he doesn't do that to me because I helped him pay for that building. Okay, all right, then that's good enough. (laughs) But but let me ask you a question. What did the car you drove before your 2012 Dodge Caravan? Uh, It was a 2002 Cadillac Sedan DeVille. Okay. Well, there's a, there's a big difference in the transmissions of each one of those. But I can tell you this much. What you describe has to do with slightly heavier throttle. Slightly heavier throttle. So if you push the accelerator kind of hard, a little higher than Dodge thinks you would normally, it's going to do what you're talking about. It's going to downshift and upshift. So, but Tom's a good guy, and you know, if you helped him pay for his building, that he's going to tell you the truth. So just drop by there, not on a Monday or morning or Friday night, and say to him, um, I want you to drive. Come take a ride with me, and, uh, and I want you and only you, and I'll only have you for 15 or 20 minutes. So you show him how to make it happen, and he'll decide whether it's acceptable or not. Okay? Uh, it sounds like a winner. I thank okay. you much. Thank you very much. You know, Tom Blackwell is one of our shops on our list, but so is Autodynamics in Sun City. It's a family-owned and operation since 1982. They have high-quality service, and Chuck Nyday and I have known one another since the late 60s. Chuck Nyday started Automotive Dynamics, and now his son Derek runs Autodynamics. So I think Chuck's fishing a lot. Nevertheless, Autodynamics has great staff, great mechanics, and they're not paid a commission or a percentage of the repair bill. So therefore, you know for sure that they don't sell unnecessary parts or repairs. So if you're in the Sun City area, 99th and Grand, right on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue, is Autodynamics. It's kind of a good place to stop by, have an oil change. That's what you do with the shop, folks, is you stop by, have an oil change, and see how you're treated. If they do an oil change and they say something like this, you've got two concerns here I want you to keep an eye on. Do you have any leaks on your driveway floor? No. Okay, well, your power steering was a little low. Let's keep an eye on that, and you make sure that you look at the garage floor as you pull in and out. Okay, good enough. And you're right up against a stopping point at 80,000 miles for this. And so just keep an eye on it, and this is something you should have when you're close to 80, and right now you're only, clo- you're only 76. Okay, thank you. The other side of the coin is, here's a laundry list of things you need. I know it's a lot. It's $3,100, but, you know, your car is a great car, but you have to maintain it, and you have to make sure that it loves you. And if you and if your car loves you, it'll never break down. And if you spend $3,100, your car will love you. You'll never break down, and you'll just drive around with all the peace of mind in the world. Never mind your wallet's empty and mine's full. So as a consumer, I, I beg you, you say to them, tell me what symptoms you're going to fix with your suggested repair. That's a killer question. What symptoms do I have that you're going to fix? Question number two is, is, give me just a minute. Let me go get my owner's manual. And would you show me in the maintenance section where it says I'm due? And this is what they're going to say. Oh, this is Arizona. That manual wasn't written for Arizona. Okay, well then, I'll tell you what. Why don't you order me the manual for Arizona? Uh, I, you know, I, I can't do that. Well, why don't you order me the manual for Minnesota? Why would I do that? Well, Minnesota's got to be as different in the climate as, you know, Wisconsin. So get me either a Wisconsin or a Minnesota manual for their cars and get me an Arizona one. Oh, you can't. That's because they don't make them. The manual's written for all the United States. 
So get your manual out and show me where it says that I have to change my washer fluid and flush the air out of my tires. Can you show me that? You can do that in a nice way, but that's called self-defense for car expense. That's what it's all about. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We're going to take a break, and then we'll take your call. For 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Hello. I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Listen to America's 401k show every Saturday at 9 p.m. here on 960 The Patriot, presented by Estate Preservation Advisors. Scott Bird, founder and president of Estate Preservation Advisors, is a certified senior advisor and a graduate of Tufts University in economics. Scott has been an annuity and life specialist assisting retirees for over 15 years. Let Scott help you plan for your future. Call today, 480-385-2800-480-385-2800. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, speaking, or or understanding understanding someone? someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. 
Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't, don't wait, wait until, until it's, it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at powertoendstroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. So when your shop comes out and says that uh, you you need uh, a bunch of work, you just say to them, number one, you say, what symptom do I have that you're going to fix with any of those repairs? Number two, show me in the owner's manual. Or just take me out and card show me. Let me give an example of an exception to what I just said. They walk you out into the shop and they take brake, your brake fluid lid off and they go, looks like coffee. They stick a white piece of paper in your brake fluid and pull it out and it looks like coffee. Then they take a brand new bottle of brake cleaner, which looks like baby oil. It's quiet and clear. It looks like water. And he pours it into a little cup and says, this is clean. That's dirty. So I bid you a brake flush to remove all the dirty stuff and put in the stuff. However, because there's some of it I'm never going to flush out, it's going to have a light tea color to it in short period of time, but it's not going to look like chocolate milk like it does now. That's why I bid a brake fluid flush. And your ABS pump and your ABS module have a lot of this fluid traveling through it, and that unit can be two or 3000 bucks. so I'm trying to save you that. But that's the reason. Here's your brake fluid. Here's clean think it over let me know that's a valid conversation and you can get that at thompson's auto repair and towing in mesa since 1970 brian and thelma have been around talking about cars working on cars and they come from a family who's been in mesa for probably 25 or 30 years before that doing car repair and well known the thompson family the vivian family both are well known for car repair they have asc certified technicians they know the difference between right and wrong they're on main street just east of stapley brian and thelma own it and you only have to shake brian's hand to know to know that you're in good hands okay let's go to the phones and we got jim jim for or tim i'm sorry i misread that tim how can i help you um well i have a 96 dodge ram and Several years ago, I had it in. I, I blew the trans out, and so they rebuilt the trans, and I got it back. And whatever, it wasn't working right. Probably had it back. Had to keep bringing it back. I brought it back, and still wasn't running right. Still wasn't working right. So what I think that eventually, I think they were what they were doing is it has an all has the uh, extra um, aftermarket uh, trans cooler I had put on there. Okay. And I think they were crossing the lines or something, and, and whatever. For some reason, they weren't picking that up, and so finally, I got it back, and it was working right. But what they did was they bypassed the factory uh, trans cooler, and they and they told me that you know that's how they say to do it now. You know, it, that's you know if you got a secondary thing that that's better than the factory, and that's how you're supposed to do it. And now I'm having trouble with it again. Like in, I, I believe it's because it's overheating, you know, with this hot weather, and you know it starts hesitating and doing stuff like that. So I'm wondering if they told me the truth that you're okay. supposed to bypass the factory. Well, I, I'm I'm um, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm I'm taking what you're saying, and and that is the truth. But if what you're saying is the truth, and that's what they told you, they were wrong. You're wrong, and they're wrong. First of all, you can't hook up a cooler backwards. Because it doesn't make any difference if you go in and out, in and out. Because you can take and take a, a brand new cooler and you can blow through the one side or blow through the other side. So it doesn't really okay. make any difference which way you go in or out. 
The second okay. part of this is, is yes, you can take the old one out, especially when the truck comes in, it's got 150,000 miles on it, the transmission is scattered, and we know most of the trash and most of the clutch material uh, that this transmission has shed for 150,000 miles is in the old cooler. So there's a lot of us that will bypass the old cooler, put on an auxiliary cooler, and not take the chance that we can't remove 150,000 miles worth of trash in the original cooler, which will contaminate our new transmission. So I don't understand how the cooler has anything to do with what you're talking about. And frankly, I don't think that you have the ability, because I don't, of knowing that the transmission's overheating when the temperature, the ambient temperature is 118 degrees. So I think they're wrong, and I think you're wrong about your assumption of the transmission's overheating, because I, I don't think you have the ability, because I don't, and I drive a Dodge Ram. So I have a okay. gauge, but um, without the gauge, I don't have the ability. Um, yeah, I, think, I don't know why either, but I'm, I was just, like I said, I just self-diagnosed. But, you know, I had it to them like three or four times. They had it all hooked up, you know, and it wasn't until the, like, fourth time that they decided, now we're going to disconnect, the, you know, the main thing. So okay. probably well, all the crap was already in there by then. Well, I don't know. And you can't you can't come to that conclusion. No one knows whose fault this is until we get it fixed. Right. I have a transmission shop that I deal with. I love these guys. They're the okay. best I've ever dealt with. They don't deal with the public either, so I'm not going to oh. give you their name. <laughs> so the other day he built the transmission for me, and it wasn't right. And so I called him, and I said, hey, what do you think? And he goes, can I have you do a couple things? And I said, sure. So he said, do this, do this. He says, you know what? Let me come and pick it up. Because I said to him, I did what you said, and it didn't make any difference. So he calls me back, and he goes, we didn't put the right gasket in the valve body. There's one of probably 300 holes in the gasket and this gasket didn't have the hole, and when I looked it up, I looked up the wrong gasket. So he said, I have fixed your transmission. I said, okay, I believe you. So we went and picked it up, drove it. It was perfect. The customer drove it. It was perfect. He says, I messed up. And that's the diagnostic process. If you have a transmission replaced by somebody who just does R&R, remove and reinstall transmissions, he's not capable of the diagnostic process. So if you end up with some new problem, to go back to him is a waste of time. That's why you don't have transmissions put in by somebody who doesn't have any diagnostic skills because if they can't fix it, then what happens? And that leaves you to go somewhere else and have somebody else tell you what's wrong with it. So that's really where you're at right now. How long ago did they rebuild the transmission? This was a while ago, like you know, seven years ago or okay, something. Okay, well, we're way past that. So you can take it over to ATE, Automatic Transmission Exchange, on 40th Street in Washington and have Phil drive it. He's got gray hair. He knows that transmission inside and out. And the question to him is, is would you drive it and run it through the paces and tell me if everything's normal or not? That's where you start. Don't put a bunch of stuff in his head. Just say, drive it or not. And if he says he wants $5, tell him Mark Salem will pay it. Okay? Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Good luck, Tim. Thank you very much. Carlo, you're up next. Carlo, how can I help you? Oh, I have another brand problem that you can fix for me. Okay. All right. I have a 2015 2500. Um, I was driving to California, and uh, it's an intermittent problem. The lights, the uh, uh, radio goes off. Everything goes off, but the, it stays running, and then it comes back on. I am getting no codes whatsoever. There's not a code coming on. It shows, you know, the bat, uh, bat, low battery or something, and that's it. Well, um, you are mistaken in thinking that uh, 
you're going to look for a code because the radio and the dash lights go out, something like that? I thought maybe, you know, it would show when it's not charging or something. But it, Well, it, if it's not charging, then you're going to need a jump start every now and then or every time you shut it off. So you haven't said anything about jump starting it. No, so. I haven't had the jump start at once. Okay. So that's why I say that. I don't think it's, you know, the charging. But like I said, just having everything go off as you're driving. Okay. And then it comes right back on maybe, you know, about three seconds. How many miles back are on? on. Uh, about 4,200, uh, 42,000. Okay. All right. What part of town do you live in? I live up in Anthem. Okay. I don't have anybody up in that area at all. Um, I, I think it, it's we're not going to look for codes. The technician, the salty son of a gun, is not going to be looking for codes. Um, okay. If there was a code, there'd be a check engine light on. And you right, haven't said right. anything about that. So taking it over to the three-whiskered kid at the auto parts store and having him check for codes is a huge waste of time. Um, it, it, the issue is, is where are we losing it? It could be an ignition problem, an ignition switch problem. It could be a bad connection somewhere. But to be perfectly honest with you, there is a fundamental basic process to go through, clean up the battery cables, check the alternator output, check the uh, diode patterns, um, check the fuse panel, maybe pull a couple of fuses, and you need to tell them what circuits go down so they can look in the wiring diagram for that circuit. So you need to be a whole lot more precise. Does the horn go out? Does the air conditioning blower go out? Because if everything on the dashboard goes out from left to right, the instrument panel, radio, air conditioning, blower motor, then it's going to be what we call a mainline circuit problem. It's not going to be one circuit. It's going to be something that powers all of those circuits. And most of the time, it's going to be really close to the battery. So it's going to be something that's corroded or dirty or something like that. You can try it yourself. Next time it happens, leave your wife in the truck and tell her, honk the horn when this light comes back on or honk the horn when the fan starts blowing or honk the horn when the radio comes out. You take the wooden handle of a hammer and start touching stuff on both battery cables and follow them as long as you can. Touch, touch, touch. Okay. And do that and see what happens. And if you touch something and she says, honk the horn and says, she's going to say this, honk the horn and say, Carlo, get your in, get your butt in here. You look stupid out there. Or she's going to say the radio just came on. And <laughs> Thank you for laughing. Thank you for laughing. But no, that's it's all good. this this isn't a hard thing to do. If you want to come south, either take it to Action at the I seventeen in Deer Valley, or take it to Kurtz at I seventeen in Bell. I promise you, those guys could find this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. A message from DAV to all returning veterans. Thank you. Thank you for doing your duty. Thank you for doing our bidding. Thank you for laying it all on the line. Thank you for stepping up and not backing down. Thank you for putting your future on hold to put our enemies on notice. Thank you for putting your buddies' lives ahead of your own. Thank you for putting yourself in harm's way. Thank you for defending our freedom, for displaying your honor, for being a hero, even though you don't want to be called one. For all this and more, DAV thanks you. And we're here to help you. Expert DAV advisors will make sure you get the health, disability, and financial benefits you were promised and earned. If you're a veteran, visit DAV.org for free help. And again, thank you. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. We are just under 100 days from the November 6th midterms, and Republicans are in much better shape than most prognosticators had imagined. The president's brand of political hardball upsets many in the GOP. It even unbalances more than a few. But his commitment to originalist judges and a sizable military rebuild are two of the most consequential aspects of his tenure. The economy's cooking with the promise of a long stretch of economic growth above 3% ahead. Electing Democrats to a majority in the House or the Senate at the height of that party's lurch to the left would be a disaster. Impeachment, demands for massive income tax hikes, while also throwing the military rebuild into reverse. It's critical for Republicans to unite solidly behind Republican candidates. Yes, even if you loathe the president, vote Republican. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. All about that demon, automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels. 34 minutes the after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark Salem right here talking about car, car repair problems. Carlo, I was going to say to you that this electrical issue, two things. Number one, it's going to cost uh, thirty-seven fifty to find it and a buck to fix it. Chances are good for that. And sometimes on a 1 to 10 scale, it's easier for me to kind of tell you, this is going to be somewhere around a 3 to 5. I would say 9 out of 10 of these repairs is a 3 to 5 on a 1 to 10 scale. Second of all, let me tell you, behind the scenes, just between you and me and Carlo, truck pulls in, and they open up the hood, and the guy that has it calls to the tech on the left, Ron, and the tech on his right, Eddie, and he says, come on over here, I've got an intermittent electrical problem. So he gets in, and he gets in the car, and the 
the radio's on, and then the other guys, they open and slam the hood, they open and close the doors, and they wiggle wiring harnesses that go to the starter solenoid and go to the alternator and go to the battery, and pretty soon something will happen, and then they go, stop, stop, or he honks the horn and says, stop, whatever you did, pull it to the left, pull it to the right, the radio goes on, the radio goes off, okay, it's got to be right here. That happens a lot, <laughs> but... You're going to be charged for three technicians for 10 minutes, 15 minutes at a time, so you got 45 minutes worth of help there. But at the same time, they uh, at least narrowed it down, and that happens a lot. All righty. Well, let me tell you about Kurtz Auto Repair, because good repair happens a lot there. Kurtz has been around a very long time, since 1987. He has Jeff and Eric, their master techs, Kurtz a master's tech, and Kurtz, Kurt knows right and wrong, and so does Eric and Jeff. I'm really proud to tell you that Eric and Jeff could very well be in the upper echelon of diagnosticians and repair guys because they just have a fundamental knowledge about car repair. So obviously, Kurt hires ASE certified technicians. He's been a Better Business Bureau Ethics Award winner, and that says a whole lot. So if you're near I-17 in Bell and you don't have a shop, may I suggest Kurt's Auto Repair. All righty. We don't have anybody on the phone, right? That is correct. Okay. Folks, I get this thing in the mail, and it says, it's a huge envelope, and it says, amazing prime time. Amazing prime time. So I'm thinking, at first glance, it's Amazon prime time. So I open it up, and it says on the outside, your order number, 4826917. And then I open it up, and it's from a car dealer, and it says, listen, amazing giveaway sales events, four days only, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, only at this dealer. A winner has already been made. Now, you can win $20,000 or 2018 Ford EcoSport. You can win $3,000 in cash, $1,000 in cash, $500 in cash, a flat screen TV, or you can win $100 uh, in an Arizona lottery. Now, if you scratch off these numbers, then you might have won this. So I scratch off the numbers, and the number is 917. And 917, I'm either won $1,000 cash or $500 cash. So, I'm thinking, wow, I just want five hundred or a thousand dollars. So I run down to the to the dealership and I show them my thing and they go, Oh gosh, come on over here. So they sit me down and they start asking me a bunch of questions and I say, When do we get to the point where I get my prize money? <laughs> and she says, Well, just a minute, like, what's your name? And so I'm thinking to myself, I don't need I'm too old to not know the choo choo train's coming. Woo, woo. So I tell them a BS name, I give them a bad address, a bad phone number, a bad email address. I give them bad everything because they're running a credit history on me. So this little girl's taking all this information, and I go, when are we going to get to the point where I get, you know, 500 to know if I win 500 or cash, 1,000? And she says, well, just a minute. So she, this is a true story. She pulls up her phone, and she pulls up this app, and there's some wheels, like a roulette wheel thing. And, and no, it's kind of like a slot machine with the, the reels that go around and around. She says, take your finger and just foot, foot, foot. And she says, I said, wait a minute. I want 500 to 1,000. She says, no, you won the right to win 500 to 1,000. I said, okay. So I roll the dice and I don't win. And so she hands me a lottery ticket. She says, here you go. I'm sorry, but listen, we'd like to set you up with Oscar over here. He's going to show you some of the new Ford trucks. I noticed you drove a Dodge in here, and so we'll do a new Ford truck. So I get home, and I'm going to read you the small print. This is great. You're going to be worth it. 
It says no purchase necessary. Odds of winning two hundred or twenty thousand dollar cash that may be used to purchase the brand new two thousand eighteen Ford, which has a value of twenty seven thousand, are one in a million. If you're not a winner, then you get a $2 Arizona scratch-off ticket as a consolation prize. Odds of winning the 3000 cash are 1 in a million. Odds of winning the $1,000 cash is 1 in a million. Odds of winning the $500 cash is 1 in a million. Odds of winning the flat-screen TV is 1 in a million. Odds of winning the scratch-off tickets are 1 in a million. 1 in a million. Every single prize on this whole thing was a joke, and your chances was one in a million. And all they wanted is run a credit history on you and to stuff the lobby full of people and sell you a new car. And if you think I'm kidding, send me an email and I'll send you a picture of the flyer I got. And I've highlighted the small thing. So it's just amazing that they have this, and then they show you a check of a check of a sales voucher of two thousand fifty dollars, and it says amazing customers. So when you scratch it off, it you think that you might have won twenty five hundred. But I looked a little deeper, and my numbers is a thousand in cash or five hundred in cash. So I left with a two dollar lottery ticket, and they left with a bunch of crap I gave them. Anyway, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The devil's in the details. You need to look at it. One in a million chances of winning any prize on there except the consolation prize of a $2 Arizona scratch-off ticket is a consolation prize. So all that for nothing. We'll be back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Hi, Solar Sandy here, trying to help you save money on a bill that you're already spending too much money on. Smart energy management system combined with solar can save you 40%, possibly even more. Call today, 623-850-8229. Or go to my website, asksolarsandy.com, so I can do an energy evaluation for you to save you money on a bill that you're already spending too much on. 623-850-8229 or AskSolarSandy.com. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continue to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. 
Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. DFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I was just telling you about this amazing giveaway sales event and stuff like that. I didn't tell you this. When I got there, the lobby was packed. The parking lot was packed. I actually had to park almost on the street. I was kind of half on and half off. There was people everywhere, and I thought to myself, did we all win <laughs> something? <laughs> and and everybody's coupon looked like mine, where the last, their digits they scratched matched one of the well, the prizes you might have won. And they used those words, might have won. Anyway, let me tell you about a place that you can bet on that's going to give you your money and your value, and that's Automatic Transmission Exchange. Since 1968... Long before cars, when covered wagons were here, Phil and his staff decided to work on transmissions. Now, you have to be a good fundamental guy before you can fix or diagnose transmissions, so you have to understand them, and Phil and his guys have done that since 1968. He's at 40th Street in Washington. He's been around a very long time. He's very, very good, and he has transitioned from the two-speed power glides, which was in the 50s, all the way through 8- and 10-speed electronics. And so that fundamental knowledge, he understands where we used to do it this way, then we did it with vacuum, then we did it with hydraulic pressure, and now we're doing it with electronics. So he understands that transition. Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. Glenn, you're up next. Hi, Mark. Hi. I, I, I have a five-star uh, rating for uh, automatic transmission. Oh, well, thank uh, you. Exchange. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never met Phil, but I love the staff down there, Paul and, and Trey. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's all I have to say on that. Well, thank you for that. Um, I, I I speak to those guys on a regular basis, and it's not to uh, ask them, you know, how come you did this or that. They're just really good guys, so thank you yep. for that. You're welcome. Okay. Another quick point is uh, God bless uh, the thin blue line out there, all right? Yes. Yes. We, we just buried a good one. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, I was a policeman for uh, eight years in the 70s, seven or eight years in the 70s. Things weren't like that today. I mean, things are different today. They're much worse than today. Yeah. And um, I I feel like it's it could be a loss of respect, but all the guys I know that have retired and all the guys I know, as a matter of fact, my son-in-law just graduated from the academy, 
and I'm very proud of him. And we we've had quite a bit of law enforcement in our families, and I'm saddened as you are about um, you know, but I'm also saddened from some of the videotapes you see where it appears, and I'm not an expert, but it appears that the shooting might not have been the best choice. But, um, you know, I'll let other people decide that. But aside from that, um, I agree with you. The thin blue line, and and for firemen and policemen, and for all of our public service that make our life safer, I like that. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you very much. Where did your son-in-law graduate from, uh, local or the state? Phoenix Police Academy. Good for him. Congratulations. and, And they do... They do, you know, all the surrounding communities plus people from uh, other counties. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, and he did a great job, and I'm especially proud of him because he was voted um, by the members. He was voted for kind of like a best recruit kind of thing, and um, I thought, you know, it's great to get the firearms and it's great to get the self defense and it's it's great to get the I'm the smartest guy there. But when you're voted by your peers. Then I I had to pop his head when we walked out, but that's okay. <laughs> he he deserved it anyway. Thank honor. you, Glenn. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All righty, Henry, you're up next. Henry, how can I help you? Well, we're going to take this show in a slightly different direction. We're we will go a little... if 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 um, we decide to go that way. Go ahead. I'm well, kidding. Well, let's let's see. So, Mark, I'm going to interview you. What is your opinion on self-driving vehicles and why we are going to that? versus improved training for people driving? Well, I think it's easier and cheaper to to have self-driving vehicles than try to train everybody because we self-driving vehicles, we have certain parameters and we can kind of stick close to those where if you take 250,000 people, you have a whole lot of parameters that are far bigger than the cars. Now, I'm not advocating for self-driving cars. I'm telling you that there are situations that I have been in discussions with other automotive people where we kind of giggle about how are they going to handle this. And of course there's lots of this going on, but um I think it's I think it's no different than the age of computers which you and I probably grew up on. We didn't know what a PC was until Mac came out with their Apple computer. And what was that in the mid-80s? And all it was was a fancy word processor with no internet connection. So it's progress. I think the self-driving cars are going to be safer. I think the self-driving cars are going to eliminate stupid people. I think self-driving cars are also going to reduce your maintenance costs significantly because the car's going to accelerate gently and brake gently and do all that other kind of stuff. I like the idea that self-driving cars, I would if I were doing self-driving cars, I the minute you turn on your phone, the minute your eyes left left the, the front, I would turn I would make the car turn right and park for 3 minutes. I would punish your butt for not paying attention. There's but lots if it's self-driving, of, I shouldn't have to be paying attention. I should be able to put on my phone and look around. That's never going to happen, and they're not saying that now. <laughs> you can't put a blindfold on and think your self-driving car is going to take... I mean, how foolish would it be for you to put, take, your, take your grandkids and pack them into the car, fasten their safety belts, close your eyes, and say, take us to the nearest Dairy Queen? I don't think that's going to happen. I think that oh. autonomous cars is going to help help drivers... It's going to help compensate for bad decisions on drivers. That's what I think. Got it. And I, I also that- think, you know, if if after 16, I'm being facetious here, after 16 violations of the car not staying in its lane, 
I'm all for parking that car for five minutes or notifying the police department that you made me sick or drunk. <laughs> and I'm all for that. I think. How about live, live streaming camera to the police department of your driving? I don't know about that. I think that might be in in the Orwellian or or how do you say that, Gil? Orwellian. Oh, Orwellian. Thank you. I I I don't think that's going to be in my lifetime. But I can tell you this much: I drive my wife's car. It's a 2017 F car. I mean, we backed out of a restaurant last night. Um, she was just drunker and heck, God, I had to drive. But I'm just teasing you. As we back out, all of a sudden, tick 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 tick, and I go, "What's that?" She says, "There's cross traffic behind you." So I sit there, here goes two vehicles. She says, okay, just go out slow, and as soon as it sees it's clear, it won't do that anymore. So then we're driving down the road, and all of a sudden the car, the dashboard, boom, lights up red, right red. And all of a sudden somebody else is breaking it. And we're on our way from Pine to Payson, and there's a bunch of elk in front of the road I never even saw. So the car literally comes to a stop, and I have pooped my pants and I'm going, well, of course, what the heck happened? Elk. Wouldn't the jaguar see elk? <laughs> Just uh, no, it wasn't a. Oh, it's not a jaguar. But you said I, an F car. Isn't that the jaguar? Well, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. But it was a Ford. Don't tell anybody I was driving a Ford. Okay, and and so I, I and and my wife says this is great. She says here's the best part of of her car. She says when I drive from Phoenix to Payson. I find somebody that's the speed limit 65. I say, I find somebody that's doing 66 to 68. She's I pull in behind him. I hit my cruise control. Now, if they're hitting their cruise control, I pull in four car lengths back, which is the maximum number. She says, right. all I got to do is follow him. He's got his cruise control on. I'm just going to follow him. And she says, together, we, we drive up the mountain. She says, he passes Look. the car. Mine speeds up and pulls in behind him. She says, and I never Look. have a chance to run in behind him. Awesome. So Let me get I, last one. I, I think she's lying though because she finds the people that are doing seventy-five and she's following them. But I haven't been with her, so I can't really say. Last quick one: If I okay. give you a blank check right now for a car to buy any car you want, the sky's the limit. Which is it? It's going to surprise you, but I'd probably buy the new Escalade XL. It's a suburban, the Escalade suburban. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that it's big. I like that it's very plush. I don't care about the fuel economy. I like that the drivetrain is tried and true. I like the leather interior, and I like all the creature comforts. So I like... I asked, I asked that in a classroom for my students, and everybody said expensive cars. One kid said, I'd buy a new minivan for my mom because the one we have keeps breaking down, and it makes me sad when she cries. That's the... that's. That's that's the young man that's going to make us all proud when he gets older. That's that's and, and obviously he's ra- been raised in a family that um, that has those kinds of values. So um, it's not uncommon. I heard a shop owner the other day say to me, somebody called me and said, you know, my sister, blah, 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 and she's going to bring her car, and I'd like to financially participate in it, but I need your help to not make it obvious, and you're not allowed to share my name. So the shop owner said, uh, he said, it kind of choked me up. And I said, so tell me the end of the story. And he goes, well, she came in, and I contacted her sister, and we did all of this. And and I said, okay, well, so was everybody happy? And he goes, yeah. He says, uh, the driver was happy, and her sister was happy, and he says, and I was happy. And I said, okay, so how did the finances go? And he goes, well, um, sister paid some. She doesn't know that I paid some. 
and sister with the car didn't pay any. <laughs> and he goes, I'm not letting a chance like this, this could be your pass to heaven, I'm not letting a chance like this walk away on me. And I said to him, was this sister a first-time customer? And he goes, no, I wouldn't have done it if it was a first-time customer. This sister that brought the car in had been in numerous, numerous times. I knew she was financially uh, troubled. I knew she would say pass on some stuff. But he says because of the whole thing, he says, I I felt um, it was okay for us to participate. So um, you probably are like a lot of us that you look forward to those kinds of opportunities. So So anyway, all right, you got any stumpers for me? Any more stumpers? Okay, who we got next? Uh, We have Chris. Chris. Chris, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. I think I might have a stumper for you. All right. I got a boat, uh, mid-90s, uh, with a 4.3 Chevy V6 with a Merc Cruiser out drive. Okay. Um, the previous owner, he didn't pull the plug out of the back of the boat in the heavy rain. It filled the hole, and uh, there was water in the last cylinder closest to the back of the boat, obviously. I pulled the plugs. All the plugs looked great. Got to number six. And it was caked with rust, so, and you couldn't even see the electrode. So um, it won't turn over, um, even with a torque wrench or a breaker bar on the harmonic balancer with the plugs out. So I shot WD-40 in cylinder number six, um, hoping to loosen it up, and it's only been about five or six hours, so I'm not going to try and crank it over again with a torque wrench. Um, I also understand that if I replace the block, it's going to be 2500 bucks for a marine block. My understanding also is that uh, marine motors uh, make more horsepower than car motors as a rule. Um, okay, so what's your question? <laughs> I'm looking at what are my options. I mean, uh, right. should I, should I well, put I... A, look for a car block or a, or a boat marine block or... Well, I I would uh, I'd soak the cylinder with a variety of things. Get some of that uh, pink rust stuff, whatever the heck it's called, and uh, mix it with some water, and then use a syringe and shove it into that cylinder. Okay. And that uh, rust jelly, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's something that I use to paint on rusty parts, and it usually works pretty good. Let's see if we can just get it to to, to roll over. And if right. you put a breaker bar on it, you know, go left and right and let it sit for longer than a couple of hours. Let it sit overnight. Fill the thing up. Uh, you know, for me, if I'm going to have to replace a motor, I'm going to probably drop a, a a wooden stick down the spark plug hole and see if I can beat that piston into submission. Um, <laughs> uh, I, what do you got to lose? And, yeah, that's um, and, and And it's, you know, you've got a 50-50 chance of getting it loose and, and getting it to crank over. And if you can get it to crank over, you can get it to run. And then whatever happens from that point to the next 10 hours is no big deal. The question yeah. is, is it going to idle good? As far as the motor's concerned, I, I, I don't know that I'd get the marine block. Um, I, I'm with you. I'm a little suspect about that whole idea. Okay. Um, I, I don't know that I wouldn't go buy a 4.3 uh, out of a junkyard and put it in there. So, uh, that was my that was my next question. Yeah, yeah, no, and and, and it's a matter of it's gonna it, it's the same. So just look at it and and look at the back. Take pictures of the back of the the old motor. You're gonna have to pull the old motor out anyway. So take oh, yeah, a picture of yeah. the bell housing. Take a picture of the front, and I'm pretty sure they're the same. 
Okay. So I would use the 4.3. You ask me, I would use it. I wouldn't buy the marine block. And I think the marine block has a lot to do with Minnesota and cold weather, and it's probably a little stronger in case the water freezes up and da 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 and that's not something we really have to deal with, and I'm running out of time. If you want to continue this conversation, Mark at MarkSalem.com. Gil, thank you for keeping my butt in gear, and I appreciate it. And don't forget that there's great places on MarkSalem.com to have your car fixed. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.